Hello. Hello, guys. You all right? Hi. How are we all doing? Cold. Cold. It's it's balmy, mate. It's a solid ten degree swing. <laughs> Evening. That's really bad maths as well. It's definitely like five or six. <laughs> right. Just loading it all up. And it's recording straight away, so I'm just going to crop it. I'm going to let it record. James? Yeah? Yeah? Son? Yeah. James, what are you doing? I'm going to wash it away. Oh, sorry. All right, mate, no worries. Just... Oh, I have two screens in it because of my text, so I thought I was on um, mute. So sorry. Yeah, you normally it does, but I got fed up of it putting everyone on mute on a one-on-one call. It's like I just sit there awkwardly telling people, like mouthing at them, that they're on mute, so... Just been trying to get it off. Right. Let us zoom the record. There we go. We're on it. So, guys, I want you to stay off mute for the majority of this um, in conversation or just take yourself on and off, basically, is the idea. So I've anyone that I've seen in the gym this week, I've probably said to them um, that this is probably quite an important training for them. And they're like, Why? Um, and I just think it's a, a a barrier, a thing that we go through. Uh, oh, more coming in, more coming in. Um, where it's probably something we all experience all the time, right? Hey, guys that are just joining, we've all experienced a bad week, yes? Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it, it feels like we've probably experienced more bad weeks than good weeks. Mm. Um, and I think... Most of the time, that's probably the way that we allow our mindset to to kind of take control of, of what we're achieving. And we have these conversations all the time. And sometimes this can be a little bit preachery. It can be a little bit, you know, hippy dippy, Jay Shetty vibes. And I get why some people aren't very good at that or why some people maybe even resent doing that. So that's why I wanted to put this training on this week, because on Monday... A Tuesday, I think it was actually, I put um, a message out and I don't know if anyone else picked up on it, but a lot of the messages that come back were not negative, but were probably pointing out the things that people hadn't done. And therefore, the people that maybe had done stuff or or had a happy week probably didn't want to chirp up too much. But I think the main difference between that is what is how we action. So I've labeled this a bad week in quotations um hashtag define bad hashtag look for good and hashtag win every day so that's kind of the idea so the first thing and you can either take it in turn shout out whatever i want to know what your guys definition of a bad week is so if i said to you how's your week been good or bad so far for those that would say a bad week i want to know what that is what is a bad week whoever's brave enough to speak up what does that mean what does that look like to you eating stuff i can't track eating stuff you can't track okay so that would be a bad week. Anyone else? It's it's very open. I'm looking for everyone's opinion here. So I've been very the bad week for me is if I can't do all five sessions. Okay. Yep. Probably quite week. a common one. Um, a bad week would be kind of eating and not keeping to the macros, and then kind of be like, then just spirals downhill. Yeah. Okay. So kind of just something bad whatever it happens then kind of letting that carry on yeah okay um a bad week for me is letting emotions take over when i should just stop and reset and rethink 
and then yeah. go ahead again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mine's yeah. the same. Same. Okay. Who's not? Yeah. Agreed. So kind of similar. Raj, have you, what's a bad week for you? Yeah, so, so typically a bad week for me is when I have a really busy week at work because all of the discipline I put in kind of goes out the window. So it's a combination of not eating as well as I could eat and not probably eating in a timely manner. So that makes me more hungry and crave more stuff. But also then that leads to either not getting to the gym or rushing what I'm doing when I'm at the gym because I'm pushed for time. Okay. Interesting. So lots of lots of different things there. Emma and James, just pop yourself because I think you two will probably have polarizing opinions to each other. What's a bad week for you guys? Um, some on you go. Yeah, go on. Um, me, so I've not being able to get to the gym and doing my gym sessions would be a bad week for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mine's food related. If I like, the thing is, if I have a good week and then go out one day of the weekend and eat too many carbs and my weight goes up, that's it. Sunday's brilliant. Yeah, so interesting. So that's there's 13 people in this call, I think. Yeah, 13 people in this call. Um, and then, and did you notice how not all of you were the same? A couple of you said agreed because it was probably an easy way to agree to what someone said, but there would have been other things. Do you want to know what a bad week is within my within my coaching? So this is when I deem you guys have a bad week. Not showing up, not being honest with yourself or us and not admitting it. Everything that you just mentioned is your bad week will happen over and over and over again. The negative side to that is that you deem it a bad week. And now you're thinking, what the is he talking about? Having those weeks is going to happen. We spoke about it on a call a couple of weeks ago where it was my turn to cook and I felt poorly and all of a sudden dominoes arrived. Not a bad week. I just had a bad moment. I made a bad action, which shouldn't be demonized as good or bad. If you don't show up and you don't, and you're not honest with yourself about these things and not admitting it, that's when it's bad. Because if you wait on a Tuesday or you have a, a bad action on a Tuesday and you now consider that your bad week, that now affects Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I had this conversation. So I think, I don't think you can see the screen recording of the people, but you can see the man with his head buried in the sand. That is a bad week. Sending a message on a Tuesday night after saying emotionally eating, say, and saying, I've just done this. The power in you sending that message to someone in this group who also struggles with emotional eating, sending it to me, sending it to your support network, whoever it is. That is what then turns that action into an uh, or that habit into an actionable improvement. And I know this sounds preacher, but imagine if every time we all had one bad moment we gave up for the week imagine how much further back we'd be so this is why when i say to you and i ask for the positives there are always positives so if you are able to take action and ownership immediately that might just be the difference between ticking 350 boxes in a year to 180 because you're not sacking it off understand that negative things happen and things don't go your way so work comes up and james can't go to the gym Danielle has a trigger, so emotionally eats. I don't, I can't be bothered to cook and Beth's had enough of cooking for me, so I order a takeaway. These things happen all the time and we all can achieve without. I posted Luke's transformation earlier. He's not here. He's not very open. If you think he's not had a bad day through the last 16 weeks, 17 weeks, you're mistaken. 
all the transformations that I've posted prior, but the attitude that we have on the things that we've done before and the habits, whether it's done through slimming world, whether it's through fad diets, whether it's through pressure from others, if we slip, that's a failure. And then we value ourselves as that. And that doesn't inspire us to take better action. Raj, you had a, you've had a busy week this week. So you effectively, in terms of your definition of a bad week, you've had a bad week this week. Mm-hmm. You made time to go to the gym in the morning on the Tuesday. You come back on Thursday, you hit the gym. You made as many good actions as you can. Steph's had a tough week. Her husband's in been away. Getting to the gym has been difficult. It's a bad week. But it's not because what could it look like? And that's what we're trying to get out of this. Having the ownership and admitting it to me, to the group and to yourself is what will turn any bad moment into a good week or to stop it from becoming a week. And that's something that I I really want to push in this call is that this is a really open space where we're allowed to have struggles. Okay, that's normal. It's the sooner that we can be comfortable to admit that, that we can learn from it and get those tips from other people. So that is about framing. So how we frame our week will be the key to a positive long-term change. So this week, we come into this week already thinking it was possibly going to be a bad week. Did you say who did? Yeah, who did? Who come in thinking this was possibly going to be a bad week based on your definitions you just gave me? Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So... This, and again, is still in that same preacher environment. Coming into this week and telling yourself it was going to be a bad week because it was busy or you didn't have a support network, that never had to be bad. But what it could be is that it was going to be a tough week, but you were willing to smash it because you knew you had these barriers. But actually, you're not going to go and make the easy options. You're going to go and put the work and you're going to do what you can in that week. That's what carries the momentum into next week. When you then have a good week, You've done the habits and the actions that you can as much as you can. That's a good week, right? So if you can only give 80% one week and you give 80%, that's not a bad week because it's not 100. It's a good week because it's 80 out of 80. And that framing of mindset, what that does, it doesn't do anything for me. What it does is it puts you in a position to say, you know what? I did what I could this week. I did what I could today and I did what I could in that action And that was the best chance I could make and the best action I could take for change now and long term. And I know that some people probably were sitting there going, well, you just get on with it. And some people are lucky. They can just get on with it. But it's not the same for everyone. The mindset is so, so important. Who who talks about reframing of things that they deal with and stuff like that? Does anyone do this? Does anyone practice this at work or change the way they think about things in order to try and get a more positive response? Anyone do it? not myself but part of my job is to help other people to frame things (laughs) someone said they tried but they're rubbish was that you Kat yeah it was I'm like I'm really I'm really rubbish I'll keep I know to do it but I just can't really get my head around it I just then keep falling back to kind of what I originally thought no matter how much I try and talk myself out of it and just look at it a different way okay interesting anyone else do it I do. I think my fear, yeah, my fear on it is I think I've I've done this before, but I've almost used it as an excuse and mm-hmm. gone too far the other way. So rather than it becoming reframing, it almost becomes, well, that's all right, because I was busy that week and I was going out loads, so it's acceptable. And do you know what, the yeah. following week I'm doing the same, and, it, and then it becomes an excuse. Yeah, and yeah. I think I'm so wary of that that 
I've thought about it completely in a different way, almost reverse psychology. Interesting. Yeah, a really good point. A really good point. I think for people, so when you try to do it, first of all, so more in response to Kat, you try to talk yourself through it. But I think sometimes it can't just be by yourself because we, you know, when you read in your head and it doesn't go in, you know, like if you don't say it out loud or you don't write it down or whatever, and sometimes yeah. it go in. I think it's a similar thing. I think saying it out loud, sharing it with someone, sharing it with someone in the group that again is safe that you feel comfortable with, or for you, Lisa, or whoever it is, actually saying it out loud can allow it to go in a little bit better. I can talk myself out of little anxieties and stuff, say, or little worries that I've got, but nothing, nothing beats saying it out loud to Beth and having that support returned and that understanding, like because it's now out in that open and I'm not very good at talking about things like that but actually with yourself talking about it can be really important but Raj you made a, make a really really important point and I'm not going to touch on it too much because I cover it in this already but yeah there's a difference between reasons and excuses and I had this conversation with someone today and when they listen back to it they'll know exactly who it is reasons are genuine reasons are I couldn't get to the gym today because someone stole all my wheels from my car because I live in Alton that's a reason an excuse there's some nice autons mate yeah all right um whatever i mean i'm leaving it but yeah exactly no i'm joking but an excuse would be you know i've had a stressful day but we all know going to the gym well most of us we all know going to the gym helps us relieve stress so there's Mm. differences so a stressful day or a day where you've got real genuine upset and say emotional trauma or whatever is Framing is important when we're being realistic with it. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. But we'll talk about how we can try to not let that spiral. So this is just a little bit of a snapshot that kind of covers what we were speaking about. The mindset of framing is how you will handle it will be the difference. So if you frame something to say, you know, I had a bad week, so I'm going to excuse what my results were, say. How you then handle that framing is what will be the difference. So it's very simple, but it's not easy. So the framing is about giving yourself permission to not be perfect all the time. That's the idea of it. How you deal with it and what actions you then take from it is going to be the main thing. Now, again, this is not educational so much other than I want you guys to action this as soon as you can. Food in the house. (laughs) So... A question. If a racing driver has one bad practice, would they write off the entire race as a result? No. No. So we've got some, hopefully, unanimous no's. So why, when we have a bad time or a bad day or a bad hour, do we call it a bad week? What's that? It's Tuesday, for fuck's sake. You just had an extra 200 calories. It's not a bad week. And that's what I'm trying us to get into, because if we can get ourselves away from this and give ourselves permission to have a bad moment or a bad day, which shouldn't be, again, shouldn't be called bad, but a, a, a day that's less progressive, then we can do this. Then you can get together with your team who are on the call today, put your head together with them about maybe what didn't go so well, what went really well, and then learn from the mistakes and issues. You can often only only action one thing at a time. So assess your order of importance. So for you, 
that might have gone been working away or I think we two of us in this group have this problem so we'll stick with it and I know others do this week where we were working away or in conferences or something and we didn't have control of the food we didn't know what we were tracking really we couldn't plan for it we just had to kind of eat and they were putting things on so coming out of that end of the day and assessing what you did in terms of your actions will help so did you have more whole food ingredients did you fill up on veg did you fill up on salad did you fill up on proteins no okay so what can we do next that's how we make that moment away first of all take it away from a bad week but then turn it into what is actually a really really good week does that make sense question then who assesses and owns up to the times that they've had a tough by themselves and who and by it owns up, I don't mean like says, oh, yeah, I had a rubbish week. What I mean is who's looking at what they've just done over the last day or the last week and goes kind of, OK, this is what went well. And it would be even better if. And I know lots of you working offices. So I know you've all heard those sayings. Who does it? Who assesses or who says I've had a bad week? So we'll start again next week. I definitely do the start again next week, but I definitely don't know that I would assess it fully about what. I could have done better and kind of really analyse it. Okay, good. Mm. Yeah, good ownership. I try and now on the daily or, you know, just after mm. if something's happened. You do do it. So it. Well. And that's that's probably from going through this process for such a long time and some of the tools that I've got. I definitely try not to get to that point of I'm just going to write off the week yeah, and then look back. I'll stop, hopefully, as it's happening <laughs> before yeah. it goes wrong um, but sometimes afterwards and then just like assess from that point of view what triggered you know for example emotional eating what's triggering it right now or you know afterwards what triggered it yeah. and then try and look at it from that point of view yeah cool good who, so who doesn't do that someone else was about to speak oh, um, I was I was going to speak and say that I used to leave it till like the end of the week or even the end of the month and just let it all go. But I definitely do what Kaylee does and do it daily now because I do find it easier. Even though I can coach people through all this myself, I still go through it. And I find it easier to undo something over the next two days than it is to undo something three weeks down the line. And emotional eating is something I probably don't own up to very often, but have done recently. And, um, that again is very much about addressing that problem there and then because if not it just I mean there's a bit there's people that know me know how long something can take to carry on affecting me for weeks on end as well mm. so if I don't address it there and then so yeah it's taken a long time to learn it but yeah I, d I don't think it's a, a skill set that comes easy um Steph were you going to say something yeah <clears throat> also um sort of similar I used to be one of those people who would sort of write off the week as well and um and for me it's become um more of a day thing so I know that if I have what I deem to be a bad day um you know I know tomorrow is a new day um I also try and think about the fact that actually this is a long-term thing as well you know so you know calorie if you sort of think calorie deficit and fat loss is you know it's maintaining a calorie deficit over the long term so that's sort of what I try to think rather than oh, okay shit I went you know 200 calories over or whatever it is that's it I've, I've stuffed it up well actually 
I, I found a couple of weeks ago, it, it, it seemed quite easy to sort of rein that back in when I actually looked at the calories over a, over a week. Mm. Okay. So you're, I suppose you're kind of in the process of, of learning that skill set, whereas mm. Katie probably and Danielle have probably done it. You're, you're kind of learning that. So that will, that yeah. will come and go. So really interesting. Um, okay. Tam, what, what are you like, mate? Cause you, you had a couple of tough weeks and obviously we spoke about you in quite great detail last week. So what, what do you do? How do you manage this? Do you assess? I thought I was just watching today. I thought I was free for not talking. No, mate. You, I want to know how your legs are. I want to know how your life is. I want a lot. Yeah. Um, I, so what I do in, in my industry, in my job, um, we kind of, we make it as like a, a team event, like at the end of each week, if we've had a good week, if we've had a bad week, we we go to the pub on a Friday um, and then we'll look at the date and then we will not write it off. But we're like this week or last week was only one day or one week. Let's look to what we can do, improve things better for next. So what I like last week for me was a bit of a, a shocking one because I was out of routine. I didn't get to go to the gym on Monday. I didn't get to go to the gym until all Friday. So my my whole week was completely um, like just messed up. But I reassessed things on a Monday or reassessed things on a Tuesday. Uh, and it just perhaps it wasn't maybe the best workouts that I could have done. But I had to get there because I wanted to do it for a mindset for me. Mm. Um but yeah, I, I I used to like I was still with work. We do that on a on a Friday, but now on a daily basis, I do kind of reassess my life and reassess kind of okay. Yesterday might have been a bad day, but today's a new day. Not don't let it kind of overcome me. Yeah, yeah, cool, okay, good. So but my legs are fine, by the way. You didn't uh, work me hard enough. Give give me till tomorrow. So <laughs> I put so I put here, which is similar to. Uh, what we've just spoken about, but kind of in a in a point, is it a bad week, a bad day or a bad hour? If we have a snack off plan that leads to being over 100 calories by the end of the day, is that a bad day? 100 calories. Is that a bad day? What do you think? No. no. Yeah. Keep going. That was only four. Not at all. No. 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 So we've got mostly no's. Jasmine is a yes. Jasmine is... Um, you're probably still in perfectionism aren't you that so for you if it's not bang on that makes it a bad day i'm gonna yeah. here to tell you that it's not a bad day because as we just said and this come at a good time for us is that 100 calories is nothing we don't want to be over calories 100 calories a day that adds up 100 calories you can you could rein that back in by simply missing 20 calories over five days over the next five days or 100 calories under the next day if you for particularly for ladies and like menstrual cycle and stuff like that on days where you're in your late luteal phase you're definitely going to need a little bit more food and it's not going to impact you almost at all if anything like they're barely anything it's not a bad day if you have a day out for a celebration let's say birthday christening wedding whatever else you could be celebrating like a proper celebration a promotion an engagement whatever that leads to being over 800 calories in a day is that a bad week? No. People are less committed to the no on this one. No, it's not. You've had a celebration. You've had a plan. 800 calories you can calorie bank, which hopefully you've all got to watch a video that I put up here earlier in the week that's on the members area. So you could calorie bank for that. Or if it's spontaneous, you can rein those back in. That's not a bad week. 
memories come over macros. Like memories will always come over macros. But remember why you're here. In the long term, which is unfortunately affected by short term actions, but we shouldn't miss those things. So that's kind of just to summarize what we spoke on. So, Raj, you mentioned earlier about the reframing, how it has in the past has rolled onto an excuse almost. It's constant. That is why we're talking about assessing daily. Because I'm not asking you to reframe for one week and have a bad week, which you probably have picked up from this following on conversation. We're saying reframe for the moment. What action do you need to reframe or what moment coming do you need to reframe by saying that you are working away next week? You're probably only going to get to the gym twice. You can reframe that in a way where you can go, okay, but over the next three weeks, I can catch up one of those workouts each week. That's what we're looking for. Does that make sense? How it's not about permitting poor actions week after week. That's not reframing. That is just excuse creation. We're just going, uh, got this, got that, got this, got that. But like I put in my post the other day, transformations are hard. There is an element of sacrifice. But I think when we assess daily, we can update our reframe. All right, yesterday was a good day because I did this. The next day was a bad day. And you may have noticed that's why there's a note section on every single person's daily tracker. Because you can reframe that. You can put your notes in and we can box tick. Oh, my mouse was moving then. Um, so that's how we can then look at it. So you'll see, I must have said to you all at least once, your daily actions and your daily habits are the most important thing in your transformation. But your daily weight is the least important because your weight is literally just a number that is affected by your daily actions. So you, some of you will have seen this box. Some of you will not. This would represent seven days and six habits. If in this week, day one to six was fully ticked, but day seven had zero ticks, is that a bad week or a good week? 35 out of 42. I don't know that as a percentage. I'm not very good at math. Good. good. Yeah, good. Good. Average. Good. good. Yeah. Fucking hell, guys. Take the pressure off. If you was get if you was ticking every box, I wouldn't be training you. You'd be in the Olympics. You're not you're not you're not gonna tick hundred percent of your boxes. I don't tick hundred percent of my boxes. If you have this chart and you've ticked off the same thirty-five boxes or the, or thirty-five boxes, but they're all over the place, is that a good or a bad week? Good. Yeah, good. good. Yeah, it's a good week. Now, the only exception to that example would be if your target of box number six was 10,000 steps and you was only getting 1,000, you've had a good week. Mm. But we do need to work on your steps. Yeah. <laughs> it's the framing. If there's 28 ticked, is it good or bad? It's good. good. It's probably mm-hmm. average, right? In terms of the name of progress, 28 ticks would probably keep you in a maintenance position depending on what they are. Now, what we're thinking really is calories, protein, steps, water, sleep and training so Mm -hmm. no one's really ever going to tick those 42 boxes unless we're training seven days a week but if we can get our head into this at the end of your day one how many boxes did you tick well i ticked seven boxes or six boxes and my calories were over by 50 great good good week move on what are we going to make sure what box are we going to 100 percent tick the next the calories 
Have we uh, checked seven boxes? Perfect. Move on. Have we got six? All right. What one did we miss this time? Yeah. That shows us where we need to work. That tells us what are we missing. You're only ever going to work that out for assessment. Mm. Okay. Who does tick boxes? Because we used to do them on the app, but the app is is less than sufficient and it's only going to be used as training. So if anyone wants this box put on their spreadsheet, then just drop me a WhatsApp after and I'll make sure we get them all on because they were hidden. But just do it on WhatsApp because obviously I won't do them today. I'll do them tomorrow. Who does box ticking? Who works in this way? Because if without my to-do list, I'd never see any of you. You wouldn't wouldn't know from me because I wouldn't know where to be. I definitely like the tick boxes. I think it just makes it a bit easier to be like, actually, I'm on a roll of doing good things and I can carry on and get a few more in there, a few more done. Yeah, over the week. Okay. (laughs) Probably give the good visual. You are? Who went first? All right, I'll go first. Steph, you go first. Um, It probably gives a good visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that alongside the, the greens and the yellows and the reds of the tracker, which is what they're for, that would give us a really good visual of what actions you're taking, but also how your body is responding in terms of stress yeah, and recovery I... and stuff like that. Jasmine, you said something, didn't you? Yeah, I just said I'd forget to tick them, but I'd do the things. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, though, because you do you you do your sheet. I think you'd be okay. I think you'd be all right. But if you don't, like I say, if you don't need it, you've been ticking your boxes. We spoke about this today. It's fine. Who who does it already? Ticking. Yeah, I do that. Like I do that at work. I will start a fresh page every day and move over anything that hasn't been done on the day before. And I like do my boxes, make my new list. Like I do it in my diary. I'm like, a, I like to visually see I have done this, that, that, and that's how my organised brain works. Do you reprioritise the ones that you pull over? Yeah. Do you? So if you've missed stuff today on your work list, that now goes up to number one on the on the next day? And it just like reorganises. So this page will just be full of notes and then it's just like fresh. What needs doing? What's like high priority? What's like five minute jobs? Yeah, yeah the jobs that are like background mm-hmm. um so that's how i like to do it how i love the fact you live with james by the way <laughs> why there's just no way james is that same person and i'm not i refuse to believe it even if he says he is <laughs> I, i've tried tried to make him that person but um we are quite different <laughs> so I saw a TikTok earlier today that was like every stressed, anxiety-ridden girlfriend needs a golden retriever boyfriend, and that is. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that summarises James, which is probably yeah, a really nice compliment, even though it doesn't sound like it. Um, okay, so box ticking—it's something that we can do in any sense to review our daily performance. I'm similar. I put all mine on an Apple calendar in order, and I tick off everything that I do. Like the only things that I don't tick off is a PT session. That's because I've I've been there. Um, but that will be really important as well. And that is what will help us reframe our days. Because when you tell me you have a bad week and I look over and see 35 boxes ticked, I can just tell you to shut up. And then that it gives us that visual. So what we're really talking about here today is this. And then we've all heard of it and we've probably all got it. All or nothing will always be the quickest way to get nothing. The all or, no- all or nothing attitude never got all. Never, not once. Because even if you got it, you very quickly got nothing once you stopped doing all. 
No one is asking for perfection here. We are asking for one thing always that will always get you result. That grammar is horrendous. That will get you results 100% of the time. And that is to be, well, my ticket doesn't work, persistent and relentless in your efforts. Now, that sounds cliche, like I'm asking you to go and run a marathon. Cannon's on point there as well, mate. What have I missed? Relentlessness. <laughs> what have I got wrong? <laughs> Which oh, one's yeah, wrong? Relentlessness. What's, What's that? that? It's, it's not relentlessness. Oh, rent, rent, uh, I'm not having that. You're getting a typo on that. Canva doesn't autocorrect. Leave off. I'm a PT, not an English teacher. If I did that, I'd get Beth to write it, wouldn't I? Hey, I grew up speaking two languages and still spell better than you. Well, she's not a language. Yes, it is. It sounds like me after having my cold for two weeks, Danielle. <laughs> Get out of here. Anyway, you're going to suffer. So, I don't, the, I don't touch with you till next week. So it's fine. <laughs> the persistent and relent, re- relentlessness is not about being perfect. It's about learning from what you do wrong. James and Emma just chuckling themselves there. Oh, you dickhead. <laughs> Bamminous in the WhatsApp group. So it's it's about <laughs> learning. It's about being persistent with what you are struggling with. It's about being put, I'm gonna kick it's like two giggly school children <laughs> in class, isn't it? Um so that's what we're talking about. That's how we're gonna be successful, is framing yourself to be in a position where bad days occur, bad weeks occur, frame it in the right way. They've actually gone off camera. <laughs> um and just being persistent to try and learn from your mistakes. So exactly what we said, go back right there and then. What just happened if you're emotionally eating? Why are your calories off on the day? Are you calorie banking for events and stuff like that? That is exactly what we're looking for. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, so relentlessly review where things didn't go right. That way you can fix 25% then you are 25% closer to success. That's kind of a, just a representative of the one thing that you try and fix at a time. Otherwise, you become very overwhelmed very quickly. Perfect. Does anyone have any questions? Does anyone want to bring anything up? Does anyone have any thoughts or comments on that? Um, I was going to say, like, just where... People, like obviously I've like I said before like I've worked on this for quite a while to be able to like reframe how I think about things and stuff but Kat where you said you sometimes like have tried it and things one of the things that I started actually doing was more so just finding a positive in that day itself as well or in that week find like finding the positive so regardless of whether there there were like reasons and things like that there's always like a positive thing in each of those things that have happened as well that Mm. kind of just made it just a little bit easier on myself to kind of reflect and then not feel like I was negatively reflecting on myself if that makes sense I've just downloaded an app and I can rather than doing journaling because it just takes so much time to do everything um, I have just downloaded an app and you just upload three things positive from the day. And so actually, I kind of think that's a really good idea and I will take that. Um, and hopefully it will all start to be a bit better and kind of mindset change as well. But thank you for that. Yeah, really good tip. And also those looking for three things that went in a day, they're not always easy. 
Mm. That's the that's the point. You're meant to look for them. And I, I'll give you a really good example. I couldn't sell journaling anymore, by the way. Like, I would go as far as saying it changed the way I think about absolutely everything. Like, I was one minute late to this call because I was driving down the parkway about 90 mile an hour to get here on time after doing 12 sessions. I can't tell you how many times in the past I'd have moaned about that before journaling. But me, I've just I've just done 12 sessions, which in all walks of life would be perfect. I love doing what I do. It's amazing that 12 people in a day have trusted me to help them train. It's amazing that you guys are then waiting for me on a call. But previously, before journaling, I might have thought, I'm tired. I don't want to do 12 sessions. And it's quite hard. Sometimes you're looking for these things. And I used an example earlier with someone. And we was talking about like, and this can be a ridiculous example, right? Framing. People, Some people are overweight, right? Have you ever questioned yourself how lucky that people could be to be overweight? Because it means you got the food to eat. And sometimes that little perspective, that's not easy to think about. But actually that gratefulness, when you start looking at things that are the gratitude of those sort of things, you can find it anywhere. You can find gratitude anywhere. There's nothing wrong with it. And again, it's very hippy dippy. It is. But if you can find three things every morning to be grateful for going into your day, and then you can write three things at the end of your day that went well. If you don't tell me you don't feel more positive and more kind of happy and confident in two weeks time, I'll be shocked absolutely shocked because i would go as far as saying it changed my outlook on everything so effectively changed my life and all i do is write on an ipad nowadays once once in the morning like it's huge so i would recommend trying it even if it's just jotting down on paper or in your notes like it doesn't have to be guided or anything like that but it definitely helps definitely helps anything else any more for any more before we pull this one to a close um, is anyone else having problems getting on the members area? Because I can't yeah. see. It depends on what it says, because it could be from when I broke it by changing the name of it. If you've not updated your new link that sent out when I first broke it, then it won't work. It will come up with an orange screen saying 404. Oh, I'll try again. You just you know, There's wooden load, nothing come up. It just kept like buffering to load. No one said anything to me. Specific. Everyone that's reported it had the first link I sent out, which, like I say, then changed once I thought I'd be funny and change the brand name. So that really come back to bite me. Um, Try to leave it and just restart it. I will send the new link in the group uh, as soon as we come off and then try that. And then if you have any issues without sounding like the IT guy, make sure you screenshot and send it over. Yeah. Cool. The last, um, the last cool. message I got from you uh, was Monday where it said uh, access members areas. The one I don't know if that was broken, but it's broken for me. It comes up like that. I can't see it. You've blurred your screen. Oh. Every that. time. <laughs> oh, I've just stopped. How do I, I don't even have to do it. Uh, there we go. There. More importantly, just for everyone, to rather than sitting here, what is the link that you're clicking? It should be basically tbcoachiplayer.memberships.smmsg. If you haven't got that, it's that. If you have got that, I don't well, know. This is the email. This is the email that you sent me on Monday. It was uh, members area. Uh, and then at the bottom, it's got access your member. So I click on it and it does this. Uh, it loads that. I can't see that. Send me a screenshot. I'm, I'll go tech guy tomorrow. I've just sent the link for anyone that may have the wrong link. All right. 
Okay. Cool. I'm going to shoot. Guys, great call. Obviously, thank you all for joining. And uh, next week, we've got a hot seat. And I think I think mm-hmm. next week will be the 7.15 slot. Mainly because I've got to drive to Heathrow straight after it. All right. Guys, great to chat. And I will talk to you all in the week. See you later. Bye.